I want to talk to us a little bit today and continue speaking to us as we've laid a foundation and welcome to every first time visitor. I know it's Pentecost Sunday, it's different. We don't make apology for that, but it's important that you understand why we do what we do. Because sometimes the greatest attack you'll have as a human being in your, in your life is in your mind. So the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. We can have the mind of Christ. Amen. So this is not a flaky walk, but it's a spiritual walk. Everything we do in this kingdom is because of unction of the Holy Spirit. We don't understand things. I don't understand half or none of the things I, I know today because I was, I was born again on the 31st of May, 1992. Then I was spirit filled. Without being filled with the Holy Spirit, you are going to be a powerless Christian. You'll become a religious Christian. When you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit, you have to develop programs to keep people coming back to church. Now, we have all these programs, but there's no power behind that. You need power at, 20, at 10 o'clock at night. You need power at 3 o'clock in the morning. You need power at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You need power on a Friday, on a Thursday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday. You don't need to have a religious club to get, to get together for the power to be activated. You need to understand that when you are filled with the Spirit of God, you have the keys. You have to learn to develop your spirit man. You are a three-part being. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. We work on our bodies all the time. Amen. But the world focuses 10 times more now on the flesh, on the outside, because of social media. I don't criticize it. I just tell you that's what it is. Because the enemy will come. He'll attack your mind. That's what suicide is. Suicide is what? I'm going to end my natural life because I don't think there's hope for me for tomorrow. It's a lie. The Bible calls him a thief. He's the father of all lies. And you need to know how to discern the difference. Amen. The Bible says by reason of use, I'm able to discern. So if you know what it's like, if you go to gym and you're getting into a good healthy exercise program for, for a while, then you stop gymming for two weeks and you go back to gym. Sometimes you find, yeah, I'm stiff again after one exercise program because I stopped doing the things I was doing in routine. And it's the same in your spirit, man. When you stop praying in the Holy Ghost, when you stop exercising yourself unto godliness, this is a call. I mean, it's not a religious uh, sojourn. It's a call into a kingdom. And there are rules that apply in this kingdom. As there are laws that apply on this earth in the natural, there are kingdom laws. Now, one of the laws of the kingdom is what? You have to learn to develop your spirit, man. So when you are born, you are born a three-part being potentially but until your natural spirit isn't activated by the Holy Spirit, this will sound like gibberish to you. And it does, because it did to me. I was highly offended when I went to church services where people did that. thought, all these people nuts, these happy clappers. These people are mental. I always, that's what I thought, because I'm so in my mind. But I look around me today, I look around the world, people with a lot of degrees, PhDs, doctorates, all kinds of things. They are depressed, they are suicidal, they got no hope in tomorrow. And if the petrol price goes up, do we lose our minds? Do we start to withhold? Do we start to withdraw? Do we start to uh, plan uh, immigration? Where do you want to go and live there where there's no trouble? Wherever you go, there's humans there. Wherever there's humans, there's problems. Amen. That's why the, God, the, 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 the Lord birthed His church and He placed you and I in this kingdom. So it's not a judgmental kingdom. Kingdom. We don't have the Spirit of God to, fight, to discern sin in people. We have the Spirit of God to discern strongholds on people's lives. So you have a job. You have a place to go. You work at a certain place. God's going to give you, He gave you certain gifts and talents that I haven't got. If you're a great sportsman, amen. I mean, some people
people have got two left feet. They can't kick a ball to save their life. You just touch a ball and, and the thing, um, uh, it's, 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 you've got ball sense. So God will open up a door there for you. But it's not because that door, that's how great you are. It's because there's a kingdom purpose there. Amen. I've told the, the rugby players in the church for years, if you get called to, 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 a, to a certain level of rugby, if it's a club level or a provincial level or international level, the reason is because the, 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 the different door that opens up for you, there's a different kingdom purpose. You must understand that. Otherwise, this, the, what's the, what's, why do we do this? Just for what? To, to live a great life on earth and to navigate our way around sin and then go to heaven? No. The Bible's very clear. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit was for a purpose. Because while Christ was on the earth, there was authority. He was in the beginning when the earth was made. Nothing that was made was made without Him. So God so loved us, He sent Christ in the form of flesh because the Lord required a sacrifice for sin and He became that sacrifice. And the Bible says, Acts 2.33, Therefore be exalted to the right hand of God. Paul is, Peter is preaching his first sermon. And he says, Now that Christ has been crucified, you guys murdered Him, that generation. He said, You guys murdered Him. He says, You crucified Him. He said, now that you've crucified him, you think this is the end. He says, no. He says that our Lord and Savior told us he wouldn't leave us as orphans. So you might be uh, alone on this earth in certain uh, natural elements, but you're not alone from a kingdom perspective. I will not leave you as orphans, amen. I will send you a helper. One is going to be with you. So you need to understand that. And it's different from the ways of the world. I often say this to us. I mean, the spirits that are in bottle stores or in, 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 uh, in uh, when you go to a bottle store in a, a place where you by alcohol the world calls that stuff spirits because when you drink it it changes the way you are you become brave you become bold you become powerful you almost get married after being single when you walk into a bar at night amen i did that often in my life walked into a pub i was single when i left there i was committed to four women didn't even know them amen that's what it does because spirits gives you boldness it gives you a power but the next morning when you wake up you you empty again because it wears off and then you flat like a pancake you've lost all your dignity you've lost all your joy you're depressed again so we have to do, we have to do that over and over again and that's the way the world lives but the bible says the outpouring of the holy spirit is what you're filled with permanent power but now you have to exercise that power you have to exercise that authority as you exercise your brain to get a degree as you exercise your mind when, you, when you're at school, you write exams and you learn certain things in the natural. As you exercise your flesh to fitness, as you keep yourself uh, disciplined in certain areas of those two realms, then there's this third realm, your spirit man. And the Bible says that your spirit, your human spirit, has been designed to worship God who is now spirit. So Jesus came in the form of flesh, who was sent by the Father to come and show us what it means to live a life on this earth of victory, how to overcome. So in every area he was tempted. So the enemy came to Jesus after a 40-day fast. He said to him, what? If you are the son of God, if you are so great that you think you are, why don't you jump down this cliff? Suicide. I don't labor the point, but I must... It's, it's, it won't leave me for this last while. Why? Because there's a young generation that is losing hope in tomorrow because they can't see and discern. They see naturally. They see with their eyes. Because eyesight is the function of... of, of uh, sight is the function of the eye. But vision is a function of the spirit. So we've got a young generation that just views life through their eyesight. They, they, their eyes are stuck on screens and they just see natural. They can't see past that. They can't see past anything. Not because it's your fault. It's because the church is responsible. Leadership. We have to preach a gospel that's not a watered down uh, Christianity light. 
And it's sudden, sometimes we think Christianity is this heavy message of a burden and a weight that, that wants to condemn. And No, God's not out to judge you or condemn you. He judged His Son for sin. That's the great news. But God wants to call you into your kingdom purpose. Because you don't even know. I know the plans I have for you. You think that you're the life you're living now, if you haven't accepted Christ into your life, you think that's your life? That's not ultimately the plan God has for you. Because when God calls you and He chooses you and He anoints you and He places you in His kingdom, what does He do? The Bible says He then starts to reveal His plan, His will for your life. That's why there is a, there is a reason why you're on this planet. That's why I have to tell you again this morning. If you are depressed, if you feel you want to end your life, please do not do that. Come and see us. We want to help you. We want to walk you through that. Why? Because it's a stronghold. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Because your fingerprint is unique to you. There is only one fingerprint on this planet and it's yours. And it has to leave a mark for, for, for heaven. Amen. You can't allow the devil to lie to you. We'll walk with you. Like a young tree. When you put a young tree in, the, in your garden and the wind blows, you put a stick next to it. We had these trees in the pavement. When we put them on the pavement, the wind blew you in Cape Town 45 degrees. Then we put a stick in it and it blew the stick and the tree over. That's why sometimes you can't walk next to a young Christian. If you're a young Christian, come stand next to a, a, a Christian that's got a bit more substance in them. So then we put in tarp poles and then the wind can blow whatever it likes. We hold onto that tree. The wind can come. The storms of life. And the Bible says, Jesus is what? The storm came to two lives. It'll come to your life. Don't fool yourself. You will be attacked. You'll be, you'll be in, the, in the enemy's crossfire. Why? Because he wants to get you to stand still. He wants to get you to procrastinate. He wants you to get you not to know who you are in Christ. He wants to tell you, hey, run away. Put your tail between your legs and flee. He tried it with Christ. He'll try it with you. Don't fool yourself. I don't say this because I have it all together, because I get attacked. We're all under, under the, the onslaught of the attacks of the enemy. But the Bible says what? He's called the accuser of the brethren. He lies to you. He'll show all the faults in your spouse in order to get you to divorce her. He'll show you all those faults in your husband to get you to divorce, because he's a divider. He's not a uniter. He was kicked out of heaven for rebellion. Now the Bible says he's the God of this earth. He's the God of this world. He walks around as a roaring lion. He's a cat with a megaphone. He's not a lion. We have in us the lion of the tribe of Judah. Jesus. When you open up the, your mouth and you say Jesus, all authority comes out of your mouth. But what does he do? He gets you to keep, be quiet. Yeah, that's why the stupid thing, this mask, may disappear in Jesus' name. People are muffled. So what do you do? You start becoming comfortable in that you put a, a frog in cold water on a pot on a stove. One, it's like getting into a hot bath. Ever been there? Well, Cape Tonians, we don't know what it's like to bath. We jump around in the shower. We've, we've had water restrictions. Amen. When I go to Joburg, I bath. I'm joking. You get in the bath, one degree, two. Eventually, lying in that bath, then you, you know what it's like? Well, I'm tall, so I can get my toe to the end of the bath. Picture it. Then I put the tap on with my big toe. I have to make sure the water doesn't burn my foot. Then I lie because I'm, I'm lying under the water and I don't want to get out because it's so nice. But get somebody to put their foot in that bath when you've been there for half an hour. They'll burn their foot. But you've become accustomed to that heat now. That's what the enemy does. He just chips away. He just chips away. You're not worth it. You're not worth it. Look at you. 
everyone says on so you're not ugly you're not pretty look at you you're not like your friend over there there's the standard of of acceptance look at she's got a nice body look at your body look at your face look at you you haven't got money you're not gonna make it you're bankrupt you're stupid you're useless that's what he does he's an accuser and we've got a generation that's stuck in these accusations and when they don't know how to fight it off they run and they want to end their life notice he came to Christ to try and end Christ's life he's a liar He's a thief. He will show you every fault in your spouse. Because he's a divider, he's not a uniter. How can a, a house divided against itself? How can it stand? We have to learn. Your children, they're a blessing from God. We can't fight our children. Do not call your children idiot or fool. Our battle is not flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of the outer darkness. Why? You have to learn. My peace I leave with you, not as the world keeps. I don't care what the world offers you. They can offer you a billion rand. You'll have that billion rand and it'll make you, it'll still be unhappy. Because you can have all the things in this earth, but if you haven't got internal peace, and only Christ can give that, you'll run around trying to find solutions for your life. I tell you right now, that's why I encourage you today. As the, the, the Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost, Peter gets up and he says, how, how, how is it possible these people are drunk? You're saying these people are drunk. So don't resist these things. As you, maybe you're here today for the first time. You're saying, what is hirikak? Hirikak is mal. Because it'll sound mad to you. It will. Because it doesn't make sense to your natural mind. There is a language in this kingdom. There is a financial system in this kingdom. There is a court system in this kingdom. It's different from the world. I often say to you, you know those two tomato sauce bottles you get now? The old one, the glass one with the lid on top. And now you get this new little modern one, the plastic one. It's upside down. Same content, different application. Same earth, we all are, we're in this world, we're not of it. Now we don't, I was taught, I was never taught correctly when I was young. I was taught to come out and be different and we, we've got it and you haven't got it. We're not called to run away from the world and point a finger at the world and tell them how bad they are. Because they're busy drowning in that accusation. Our job is to be a life craft. You've got to run out every day and throw out the lifeboat of Christ. You've got to be that one to save them. Seek and save the lost. Uh, the Son of Man has been sent to seek and save the lost. The ark of Noah. The church is a type and a shadow. It's a type of ark. It's a place where we've got to call people to a place of safety, to put their foot on a rock, the rock of Christ. But when the enemy comes in like a flood, we've seen in Durban the, 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 the chaos it causes. When the enemy comes in like a flood, and he will, Jesus says what? Two storms came to both houses. How they built that house determined how they handled the storm. If you build your house on sand, this temporary earth that we are just sojourners on, you're not called to be here forever. Look around you. You might have known somebody who died last week. We don't even know if he'll be here tomorrow. None of us have a promise of tomorrow. None. Zero. But we have one promise. Eternal life. So we don't live this life as if we're hating every moment of this earth. We have to learn to walk in dominion on this earth. How? By understanding the spirit side of God. God is spirit. And the true worshippers worship in spirit. That's why many Christians come out at Easter and Christmas. Because that's the religious application they were raised up under. And I understand that. I'm not criticizing that. But it's not. The Bible says don't grow weary while doing good. It's the good work I began in you. So you're the sin nature in you, the desire to want to sin, that's the Adam, the humanity in you. That'll be with you until the day you die. 
So don't cancel yourself because of your sin nature. Christ came to redeem us from that sin nature. But while we're on this earth, we have to walk by faith in the fact that we are going to be tempted in every area. So don't quit on yourself. I don't condone sin today. But all of us in this place are sinners. There's not one of us in this place that, that is not a sinner. We all got our own battles we're going through in different shapes, forms, and sizes. But we call to be, how's it going? No, it's going great, Pastor. But yet, actual fact, I'm going through a major battle in my mind. And Paul writes to Timothy and he says, I can see this young, the whole church, the future of the church is in Timothy's hands. Like right now, we have the baton of Christianity in our hands. We're not going to stand before Christ and he's going to tell us, why did you have a cigarette or why did you have a glass of wine? Not that those are good. I'm saying he's not going to, we think that's, we've been taught that religiously. Machni, machni, machni. That's what we've been taught. That's not the issue. The issue is, I called you, I saved you what? To advance my cause and my kingdom on this earth. That's why you are alive. That's why the Holy Spirit was poured out. Because while Christ was alive and his disciples were next to him, they experienced power. He raised dead people. He, he opened blind eyes. He solved financial crises by putting coins in fish's mouths. He filled nets were empty when they were toiling. He filled it with the ease of the discernment and the knowledge of where the fish were. Wisdom. My wisdom I give to you. Who knows the mind of Christ? Because he's not here. But we have the mind of Christ because of the Holy Spirit. I will send you a helper. Parents, I encourage you. Pray for your children. Be a spirit-led parent. I know it's tough sometimes. You walk in the bedroom when they go to school in the day. You ask the Lord, Holy Spirit for discernment. Not sin. Believe me. They're naughty. My kids, I, I tell you, they, I, they, we didn't go, good morning, children. This morning we're going to take you through a lying course. This is how you lie. They just lied. Who ate the sweets? Not me, not me, not me. Why? Because it's in us. It's the nature. It's the fallen nature of man. And yet the enemy will come and he'll try and get you to, to, to live the sinless life. You said a bad word. Therefore, you're not good enough. You should say to him, sorry, speak to the hand. The hand that's got a hole in it. Christ's hand. Because when he was on Calvary, he took all of that that you're accusing me of. He took that on him. It is finished. It is finished. Why? So you and I can fulfill a purpose on this earth. Oh yeah, this morning. I encourage you today. It's the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's not a religious outpouring. And I say this very carefully and I say this very respectfully. It's not a church service where you come to the front and something happens and we put a red cloth in you. That's a type and a shadow. But it's not. We need the power at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. When the doctor comes and he says, yes, your doctor's report. And all hell wants to break loose and you want to lose hope right there. You have an authority. The doctor will tell you what the doctor will tell you. That's his job. As the accountant has to tell you what the accountant has to tell you. But we have what? The promise. And Peter says what? This is the promise. We've been waiting for this promise. There's some, there's some Christians right now, they're waiting for the promise of the government, the promise of their parents, and the promise of their, their boss and their company. And, then, and I'll tell you right now, your promotion will come in that company when you start to live out your kingdom purpose. When you, when you start to become salt and light. There's been no place that I have been when I was in business, when I was in the corporate sector, where I, where, where, where I was not 
uh, persecuted, challenged, threatened, they're going to fire me, whatever it might be. But every time when I, when I resigned from a company, the one company I went to, when I resigned, they phoned me back to ask me if I wouldn't come back because the staff said they want me back. Not because I was the best guy, because I, I, I started to lead them by kingdom principles. That's why you are there. You are there to sit at the, at the coffee counter and start to talk to people about kingdom principles, kingdom life. Show them a thing they've never seen before. Notice what the Bible says in closing. The Bible says this. Acts chapter 2. This is what the Bible says. Acts 2.37. Now when they heard this, heard what? They heard a spirit-filled, tongue-talking, filled Christian. They were cut to the heart. Not judged in their hearts. They were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? There's not a response from people after you've spoken to them. You haven't preached the gospel. Then Peter said to them, repent. Return to the penthouse. Root word, pent, penthouse. is at the top of a building. Return to how I see things. You've been groveling at the bottom because the devil's got you. He's accused you so bad. You want to almost end it right now. And I, that's why I haven't had time this morning as the, as the service has gone this way. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall, listen, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar of as many as the Lord our God will call. Amen. Thank you for listening to this powerful message. If your life was impacted in any way and you would want to connect to any of our CRC churches worldwide, then please go visit our website at crccapetown.co.za and click on the Plan a Visit tab. Thank you for listening.